Hey everyone, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Here we are hanging out talking about junk journaling, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. And today is answering your crafty questions. Sunny is over on the couch, and I am in the craft room. So that is our setting. Um, he may meander in here in a little bit. We shall see. Um, he's he's come, come what may with the little boy. Um, nope, no, I thought I heard his little feet, but not yet. Okay, so jumping into your questions that you posted so kindly on YouTube, thank you. It um, helps me get to know what you guys are thinking about. Uh, GG Tier asks, do you have to make a journal specifically for this creation or do you already have one? That's a great question. I probably, oh, she's talking about the uh, Got a Food Box um, videos that are coming out right now. Um, I took a granola bar box and I'm making um, a little presentation gift box that's going to house a little journal and a little packet or pocket or pouch of embellishments ephemera something like that for so people can um, so people so whoever is the recipient of this can decorate their own journal with it Um, just kind of a fun idea I thought it might be fun for a pet sitter gift or a family gift or a friend gift something like that and um, So, um, you're, I, I guess in general, if you're going to use a box, your journal has to fit inside of the box. So my traditional journals are too big for this, <laughs> definitely too big for this box. So I'm going to make a smaller journal. It'll be a, a relatively quick and easy process to make a journal to fit in there. Um, kind of fun. And uh, I think it's going to be really cute when it's done. I don't know what it's going to look like. It's a, it's literally happening with me and with you at the same time so we're just sort of going through it together and seeing where it leads us so we'll carry on that journey um and um canadian jane original says hola pam did you ever of course i have i have long guy here right now right in front of the window yep there he goes with the weed eater hello thank you very much for your hard work i do appreciate it um it's really hot out and you know bless their souls because it's it's hard it's a hard job, especially this time of year. Um, Ola Pam, did you ever do jelly printing? Please demystify this if you can. I made one and still didn't use it, but I saw there are specific ways or things to do with it to make papers for journaling. Transferring from magazines, all the videos are all over the place and dated. Okay. Um, I, I never actually purchased a jelly printing thing. I've seen how you can make your own jelly printing things. It's like a big blob of, like a square of jelly. And then you, I don't know, I mean, from what I see, you put some paint and stuff down on the jelly part, and then you put your paper on top of it and you use a brayer to go over it and it picks up the uh, paint in pretty ways, which uh, I think is the gist of it. And now there's probably more to it than I know. Um, But there's something that just internally creeps me out about that jelly blob. I don't know what it is. It looks like, okay, when I was about three, um, I don't really remember how old it was, put it somewhere between three and five. We were on a beach somewhere and there was a big jellyfish that had washed up on the shore and I didn't know what it was. And it looked kind of square. This one did just the way it was stuck in the sand. And I remember patting it on top and I remember I, it looked like a child's seat to me, like I should sit on it. So I don't know, my, my little three-year-old brain said, okay, now you need to go around to the front of it and then squat and sit on it. And uh, <clears throat> I did. And I remember my mother coming 
running over going, no, don't sit on that. And she like whisks me up and like, you know, I was fine. It didn't hurt me at all. But um, I remember her reaction startled me because it seemed like, why was she upset that this, you know, this little nice kitty seat was here for me to sit on and she was having this reaction. <clears throat> for some reason, that jelly plate reminds me of that jellyfish <laughs> that I sat on. <laughs> It, there's no, it's like a weird story, but that's the truth. And, and I've been ever freaked out about the jelly plates ever since. I don't know why, but the, it just reminds me of that. I know we're weird creatures, aren't we? We're, we're so unusual in our ways. Why we do what we do. Nobody really knows, but yes, I like slowly back away from the jelly plate. A lot of people have a lot of fun with jelly plates and I highly recommend watching some people's videos on them because you'll get bajillions of ideas and it really doesn't matter if they're dated because you can just carry on and keep having fun with it and try a million things. Like if it's, if it's new to you, it's like it's new to you today. So it doesn't matter if the video came out seven years. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ago I mean just have fun with it and play it and see if you like the process I mean I think the process itself is actually pretty fun maybe I'll maybe I'll try doing something like that um, I don't really know why you need the jelly part of it like I have this waxed paper and I'm wondering if you just put paint down on there and then press the paper onto that and roll a brayer over it and it's gonna do the same thing when you peel the paper off I don't know there's probably some reason for the actual jelly that I don't appreciate so if you want to let us know what that is, you jelly plate aficionados, you just go right ahead and spill the beans, okay? I guess I could go watch the videos, but <clears throat> been a little busy. Um, okay, <clears throat> Sunshine has woken up, and now he has spotted Lawn Guy, and he's having a word with him. I don't know if you can hear it, but that's, that's Sunshine uh, defending the homestead. <clears throat> okay, so Janice Taylor asked, hi, I have a crazy question. What are the metal things, quote unquote, called that are on the front of the old card catalogs and one is on the front of your junk journal in your July DigiKit email? Okay, my July DigiKit email. I don't have it right in front of me, but okay, I'm thinking it could be two things. The one metal thing, I'm thinking, is it an eyelet? Like a metal eyelet? on the old card catalogs? Like what else would be there? Or is it a corner protector? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna toss those out there as possible potentials. If I missed it, let me know and we'll, we'll try again. I'm harding these as we go, okay. Lisa Ann asks, hey Pam, what's the difference between Fabrifix and Fabritac? And uh, okay, somebody jumped in with an answer here. Just me, Valerie says, I watched one of her older videos the other day when Pam suggested that it may have different names in different areas, that they essentially are the same thing. They are both made by the same company. I even looked on their website and couldn't figure out the difference, wondering if it started as one and then perhaps they changed the formula and decided to rename it. Okay, so what I've learned, um, and it's not much, um, for me personally, they function the same. So I think of them as the same and whatever one I can get a better price on, I will get. 
I've been able to buy the Fabrifix in a case of 12. So that's how I buy it now on Amazon. And um, uh, somebody once said, now I don't know if this was anecdotal or factual, but they said, it depends where it's sold. In other words, if Walmart sold it, it might have been called Fabrifix. If Joanne Craft sold it, it may have been called Fabritac. That was the way the company kept the, the product going to different places. But then somebody sent me um, this little chart that they got from Beacon, and it showed a breakdown of the different glues they make and the different purposes. And I remember looking at Fabrifix and Fabritac, and there were some maybe subtle little tiny differences, but the actual overall usage seemed to be for the same purposes. So maybe there was a little like slight difference in ingredient. I'm not sure. I can't remember what it was, but it was so inconsequential for me. I was like, okay, they, they seem to work the same. So I've had the same results with Fabrifix, Fabritac, and Beacon 3-in-1 glue. So... And that's as far as I got. I think they make new, newer glues now, different kinds of glues, and I have not ventured into those yet because I've just been so darn happy with the ones I've been using. I, you know, you got you got to decide where you're going to spend your time, right? So um, yeah, unless somebody you know heralds a new glue from the rooftops, and they might, let me know. Um, but I'm pretty happy with this one. The only downside I personally find a fabric fix is the bottle is a little bit stiff and sometimes it's hard to get the glue out of the bottles. That's why I transfer it into a Sugar Bell slicing piping bottle, um, and it, the, which has a small metal tip on the end, which allows me to get a thinner stream of glue, which is better for crafting purposes um, for me. And um, it has a particular aroma. This glue, well, let's face it, the glue stinks. But um, I'm used to it, and it's kind of like my... It almost makes me... It's like an anchor, the smell. It's like, oh, I smell my Fabrifix. I must be crafting. I must be happy. I'm in my happy place with my papers, smelling my Fabrifix glue. Not sniffing. Let's let's very clearly define that's not sniffing. It just happens to be wafting up into the nasal passages. Maybe that's why I'm so darn happy in the in this place. But um, yeah, it, it you know if you do, if you are sensitive to bad smells, you may not be a big fan of it. But um, you'll find another glue that makes you happy. Sure you will. Um, keep looking. Um, uh, how, okay, who is this? This is uh, Jean Stanley. She asks, how did Sunshine get his name? Um, okay, so I was thinking I wanted to have a name. You figure you're going to call this name, this name out a thousand times a day for many, many years. And I wanted it to be a happy name, something that triggered joy in me. And um, I used to have this habit of like in the morning I'd wake up and, you know, whether it was to my husband or to somebody who called me I'd, in, early in the morning, I'd say, hello, sunshine, how are you? And it was kind of like this happy feeling. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to call him sunshine. And it really didn't matter if it was going to be a boy or a girl at the time, but I, I kind of knew I was going to get a boy. And um, uh, so, yeah, that's how sunshine got his name. Yeah, kind of like a hello, sunshine sort of thing. And because uh, he, he does brighten my day. <laughs> he does. Um, okay, let's see. Miss Kit 866 says, Hello all, and thanks for another fun visit and congratulations to the winners. Do you ever use journaling prompts or do you start to play and go from there? Um, actually, my Facebook page uh, for, this, for the Paper Outpost, the Paper Outpost Facebook group, um, uh, we use prompts to do the weekly and monthly challenges. So you're given several prompts 
and for that week just make something whatever you want to make with those things and then you can post your pictures of what you made or comment on other people's stuff and it's a great place to get new inspiration and um, uh, kind of wake up your your inner imaginative child to see where it will go if you're only given a few things and I think I, I my brain works well that way if you give me three things to play with I, I, I'll have direction if you give me a million things to play with I'll sit there and look at it all and be overwhelmed so um, know thy crafty self and if you enjoy doing that you can do this with us in the paper outpost Facebook group or you can do it on your own just at home just Open up one of your craft drawers or craft boxes and say, I'm going to pull out three things out of this box and I'm going to make something with them and have fun or two things or one things or seven things, however you want to do it. It's a fun way to uh, tickle your imagination. Um, and I don't know if I've done it a lot on the, you know where we did it on the channel when Shabby Dabby Doodah did an alphabet challenge. And I can't remember exactly the way the challenge was, but let, let's say it was letter A and she would come up with the word acetate so we would make I think it was we would make three things with acetate I can't remember exactly but uh, so that was kind of a prompt thing which was very fun yeah we could do something like that again that might be nice go through the alpha I wonder how far I'd get before I forget I was doing it I'm still trying to finish the list on page list of ideas to break the blank page I think I got down to 27 or 29 I got to get to 35 I've got on the list so we got a few more to finish there and, uh, oh, that's what we should play with. See, I'm looking at the list right now. It's hanging. It's literally hanging right in front of my face. Um, I have this, these strings that run across this room divider that I've placed in front of my window. It's a strange setup, but it works for me. And um, <clears throat> I can see the things we haven't done yet. So we have lots of fun to, to do there. Why, when I sit here and think, what, what am I going to do for the next video? Do I not ever just look up and go, oh, yeah, you were trying to complete this list. So we should do, let me, I, I have my little notebook here. I'm going to put like a note star to, um, um, go ahead. What, what, oh yeah. Um, prompts. That would be fun. That would be a fun little series or something. I don't know if we'll do the alphabet or we'll just do something random. We'll see. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll play with that. That sounds, I, I get excited thinking about that. So yep, we'll probably do it. Okay. Great, great thought. Um, see, I get the ideas from you guys too. Thank you. Mary Beth W says, what was anybody else yelling cover the outside while it is still flat? Love you, Pam. Apparently, yes, several of you were yelling that and I was not listening. Um, but I love your idea and I think that makes beautiful sense. They're referring to the God of Food box thing when I was trying to do it the easiest way possible. But I think I, I ventured down the most difficult way possible. Um, and then the second part, I actually ended up reconstructing the center divider which I think worked out much better and I don't know why I didn't think of that first but you know that's the way it goes you make something and then all of a sudden you get the aha the eureka comes later and sometimes you have to you know you can take another gander at it and see if you want to go back in and deconstruct it or maybe you want to start again or you tear it out whatever you I tore it out and started again um, just the divider part and it worked much better so yeah learned a little something there Okay, so Donna Jill Roy says, how do you make scraps look so put together? I'm afraid mine would look like a hot mess. Okay, this is the trick, and it's, it's really a, a big secret in the crafting world, but this is what you do. <clears throat> you just do it. Yep, you just get those scraps, and you start gluing them together. And let's say, so let's say you're doing a masterboard, and let's say it's a small masterboard. Let's say you've got 
a regular old piece of printer paper, and that is your base for your master board. Why not, just for fun, start gluing your scraps as you're making stuff down on that piece of paper. Now, let's say you don't like the way it looks. Keep going. Like maybe you've gone up and down for a while, like, you know, north to south for a while. Maybe you need to go east to west. Maybe you need to rotate the next set. Maybe you need to punch some things out as opposed to tear them. Maybe you need to tear them as opposed to punch them. Try building it up and just see where it goes and, and give yourself the freedom that this is a grand experiment. There is no purpose for this piece of paper other than learning how things come together well. Um, Yes, no, come closer with the weed eater and now add the lawnmower coming by. At the, no, it's the tractor lawnmower at the same time. And we'll see if we can amp up how noisy we are. But they're doing great work out there. Go, guys. I wish I had lemonade I could give you. Um, I haven't had lemonade in forever. Um, so, yes, give yourself the permission to play. Oh, that's a good phrase. Permission to play because um, sometimes we get stuck on making everything we have to make it pretty right from the beginning it has to go down smoothly like da Vinci created it and I'm saying no back away let 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 that go let that need go that it has to be perfect and just glue those scrap papers down and see what it looks like step back walk away and don't even ignore those little pieces of scrap paper because they can be a heck of a lot of fun and um, there's a lot of potential in them if you start looking at them in a different way. And honestly, I have no idea how stuff comes together when it comes together. It doesn't always come together for me. I struggle and stuff looks goofy to me too all the time. Um, but sometimes when you're putting a bunch of scraps down, you're making a collage or a little masterboard. And I mean by masterboard, maybe this thing will be cut up into journal cards or journal tags or pockets or tucks at one point later. Or maybe it'll, it'll fold it in half and it'll become the cover of a journal. Maybe it'll mod podge over the whole thing to seal it and then turn it into a, a journal cover. That would be fun. Yeah, let me write that down too. I feel like doing that now. Mod podge scrap journal cover oh maybe that's what we'll do for the little gift box that would be fun yeah that would be a lot of fun oh I like that okay um oh and I was also thinking about playing with some napkins I haven't played with napkins in a long time and I do have a nice little collection over there I would like to play with them again okay um so think about focal points like let's say you put down a bunch of scraps and it, it's looking all weird and disconnected and something take a pretty picture that you have like fussy cut something out maybe a flower or um, a Victorian picture or something and then slap that baby right down on the collage and just see if that pulls it all together magically by having a focal point focal points can be very powerful and give the eye direction and yeah okay so there we go okay so who else sorry got interrupted there somebody phoned and I didn't know quite how to well we're back <laughs> that's the, that's the main point okay um, so that was that question let's move on to we got time I think for one more um, Evany asks I love that metal ruler with the cork no bottom no slip bottom is there a specific name for it and do you remember where you got it I probably got it online I know it got one as a gift one is has the brand name Westcott and the other one does this one one has um, a mag magnet on the back. It's a longer one by We Are Memory Keepers. But the one with the cork back is by Westcott, 
W-E-S-T-C-O-T-T. But if you look up um, metal ruler with cork backing on Amazon or eBay, I'm sure you're going to find bajillions of these things. I don't think they're that hard to find. So there you go, folks. I hope you've had a wonderful um, snuggle-in fest here. I know I've enjoyed my time with you, getting to know you all be- a little better and wondering, uh, learning what you're wondering about. So Sunny, who is uh, apparently still on the couch and has not budged. Is- no, wait, I don't see him. No, wait, let me look. No, he's not here. He's somewhere. Um, he has budged, and I know not where he is now. I will go look for him. So, big hugs to all of you, and we'll talk to you soon. And happy crafting, and create with reckless abandon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.